How are you, P? Uh, Sean, I was going to call you P1. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. Things are uh, things are going well. Had a good week of gaming. Yeah, I saw your Twitter feed. It was like full of completed games. Yeah, I got uh, nine in a row. Nine days, nine beats. Whoa. And then I got a tenth beat in 12 days, I think it was. 11 days, maybe. <laughs> Is that part of a challenge or just because you want to? Uh, no, no, just beat Fire Emblem, and then the next day I beat something else that was quick, and uh, and then the third day I beat something, and I was like, you know, three in a row, that's cool, let me see what I can do, and so I was, sort of went through my backlog, and I had a few games that were short games, quick games, so I said, let me just rip these off, and uh, yeah, it just was just like a fun little thing I did, I didn't know, no real reason. So it just happened, nice. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that thing you said about Cave Story. Because I know that you like the Metroid games. I know that you like you like Axiom Verge, right? Oh, yeah. Big fan of Axiom Verge. So what was it about Cave Story that turned you off? Uh, the art style. The art style. Mostly. Mm-hmm. That was the first problem I had. Yes. Uh, and then I just... It, it seemed not... I like Metroidvanias where you don't have to guess where to go next, where it's very clear. And uh, I felt like I just didn't know really what was going on in that one. Okay. That's fair enough. I don't agree, but it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I know that it's it's definitely not something that everybody... But you know what? So if you play the Cave Story Plus, Cave Story Plus is weird because they try to make it look prettier, right? They change the graphics a lot. Mm-hmm. So it ended up in a weird limbo between kind of looking nice and kind of looking retro. If you want to give it a chance again, um, I would recommend play the original one. And it's free, right? And, and that's that's a big thing about Game Story, that it, that it is free. It's going to look quite different because it's it's completely, you know, retro style. And um, maybe you'll like it. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. I don't know if I will, but uh, I'll definitely keep that in mind. Because... Cave Story has something that, when I played for the first time, didn't love it. I actually didn't beat it. I just stopped. Then I gave it a chance again because I, I actually did like the, the art style and some some parts of the gameplay. And then it changes a lot. And depends on, on what path you end up going, you're going to be playing a game that... I don't know if you like like challenging games. I do. Um, if it's fair. I, I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget I said anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm not super keen on challenges. I, I don't. I don't like. I don't want games to be easy, but I definitely like when it's not like punishingly difficult. Yeah. Okay. I just had to attempt to, you know, to convince you, but that's okay. Which game would be the equivalent for me from your point of view? What do you mean? You know, a game that I actively don't like and then you like and you would like me to change my opinion on. Oh. Uh, Is there one that comes to mind? No, I don't. Uh, I can't. I mean, we like most of the same games, really. Uh, <laughs> I think this might be one of the only ones we disagree on. <laughs> so Final Fantasy. Yeah. Final Fantasy games, I generally haven't liked one. Uh, yeah, but see, that doesn't. 
I would never try and change somebody's mind on that because some people just don't like turn-based RPGs. And if you don't like turn-based, if you don't like the the uh, interface, nothing I say is ever going to make you like it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I like Pokemon, for example, right? Right. By all intents and purposes, it is a turn-based RPG, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, yeah. For some reason, I just can't get into Final Fantasy. Uh, it's it takes a very specific like because they're the way they do story and the way that they uh do the combat is is very specific to Final Fantasy. I find I don't know. It's, I I would never like I don't know. I don't, I don't really. I also like if somebody doesn't. I don't typically care if they don't like a thing that I like. You know what I mean? It's like oh well, you don't like it. Okay, that's cool. Okay. I still like it. Like Star Wars, uh, the last the new Star Wars movies. I enjoyed those. They're fun for me. And a lot of people I know don't like them. And I don't go out of my way to try and make them like them because I know they're never going to. I see. I have problems with them, but I, I do l- like them. I like them. I mean, they're movies about space wizards with laser, laser swords, right? And I have guys complaining that, you know, oh, this character learned too fast or this character would never have been able to do this thing. Like, like it's literally a movie about space wizards. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're upset that somebody could fly a spaceship? Like, come on. Like, if that's your problem, maybe the problem is really something else. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. It it does bother me that Ray. I, I actually like that character. I, I, I like that char- character a lot. I just didn't like how she kind of like knows everything. Like the stuff that in previous movies takes like training and stuff to do, even if naturally inclined to control the force and stuff. So it, it bothered me, but... I mean, yes, it's just a movie, mm-hmm. so I won't. It doesn't upset me, but I I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I, I like my uncle is is the biggest. Um, I don't want to say upset person, but he gets he gets heated. Hey, hey, Rob. I um, have to use my phone. I don't know where the fuck the splitter thing went. What do you think about our list? Are you enjoying participating in? in the process and stuff. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. It'll be cool. Like I said, we added a couple of games and because I, I get to a point, it's just like, I'm just listing games that I liked really, mm-hmm. you know, it's not necessarily games that I think are the greatest. My thought with the list is it's a lot of games. Yeah. That I liked that I have a personal relationship with those games, but I do like to add some or, or maybe change places of thinking on, on some sort of a merit. Um, that's why I have like Super Mario Brothers so high up in my list. It's too important not to have it on the list. Mm-hmm. I think the same of Pac-Man. I don't know. It's hard Be- between games that you like and games that you think they're they're the best. Like you were saying that Super Hot is one of the most innovative games that you've played, and I get the joke now. Yeah, yeah, because I, I don't actually think that. <laughs> do you also think that uh it's a lot of fun uh and i don't i really enjoyed it i'm glad i played it but I, I wouldn't say i don't know how innovative it is um it's really just the matrix is bullet time put into a video game huh okay that's interesting <laughs> i actually do believe the joke to be true like what what would be a game that you would consider very innovative breath of the wild and i agree and I agree very strongly. Um, yeah, Breath of the Wild. And it would be my number one 
all-time game if it wasn't for the massive amounts of nostalgia attached to Final Fantasy IV. Correct. Which isn't even the best Final Fantasy. It's just, it's the game that means the most to me. <laughs> so here you have a differentiation. You have a game that you like the most and a game that you think is the best Final Fantasy, and it's not the same. Correct, yeah. Uh-huh. Let me see if I can guess. So you think it's six, the best yeah, one? Yeah, I think, I think as of right now, I think six is the best. Hmm. Uh, nine is... Nine could arguably be the best, but it is only as good as it is because of the fact that it elicits feelings of the original and then four and six. Nine, every, people say, oh, we, I love nine. Nine's amazing. But the biggest reason to love nine is because it is so deeply rooted in one, four, and six. Gotcha. So, uh, but yeah, I would say... From a from a, a perspective of um, graphics for its time and um, graphic longevity, uh, sound and combat mechanics and character development and story, six is head and shoulders above all of the others. Oh, Rob, you missed the best part. You almost got in and the exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right moment <laughs> when people are saying that six is is head and shoulders above all the rest of the Final Fantasy games. So Breath of the Wild, I think, is innovative. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think it makes a game innovative? Because for me, it, it felt like the first truly open world game where you could do anything you wanted in any order at any time there other than your initial four, getting your four powers which even that you isn't mandatory i've seen people not do it skip parts of them but just other than getting those four powers you could literally do anything and no other game that claims to be open world allows you to do that no other game um has ever felt that way to me they're all either locked off behind story beats like sections of the map will be locked behind a story beat that you have to do uh, or it will say it's open world, but really what they mean is it's an expansive world where the map is huge and there's hundreds and hundreds of side quests and collectibles, but uh, you still have to do things in a very specific order. Mm -hmm. And it didn't have that. And you're talking specifically about games that are not sandbox, right? Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you could say like Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft obviously is this is it would be something similar. But I'm I'm saying like Grand Theft Auto. Um, Saints Row, Far Cry, Horizon, uh, any game that says it's an open world game after Breath of the Wild felt like it was very restrictive to me. Mm -hmm. What do you say to the people that say that all of the mechanics in Breath of the Wild are have been explored in other games before Breath of the Wild? Uh, well, you're 100% you're correct, but they were perfected in Breath of the Wild. Barry Sanders didn't do anything different with the football when he was handed it as a running back. He still ran behind a block behind a, an offensive line that blocked for him, and he ran plays that were chosen by a coach. But he did it better than anyone else ever had in the history of the game, and that's why he's the greatest. Breath of the Wild took ideas from other developers and perfected them. Would you say, for example, that Super Mario Brothers, nineteen eighty five, is innovative? Yes. I would yeah I would say it's innovative but in the sense that 
made it was innovative in conjunction with the NES itself because the game is so simple to play because of the controller. There's two buttons and a directional pad, and that is what made that game work. And it, it really, a lot of Nintendo's, um, I find a lot of their games are as good as they are because of the input method, which is why I hopefully never want to see them on anything other than Nintendo consoles. Um, like when you look at Z tar- Z uh, lock on targeting for Ocarina and stuff like that, it just they have a, a way of taking things that either have never been done before and showing us them or taking things that have been done before by other developers and perfecting them. And yeah, I would say, I would say uh, super Mario bros is innovative because just the way it's designed, the way it, the game is built to show you how to play it and how to be good at it within the game. And, uh, and it really changed what, uh, was expected of of home gaming, home console gaming, which at that time was in the you know it, it really had didn't exist. It was in the middle of the crash, and you know they said this is look we can do better. We can be more than just black and white sprites on a screen. Yeah, so I think that in, in by your definition, I think that a game like Super Super Mario Brothers would be much more innovative in its time, of course. Um, right. Yeah, because it did so much stuff. Like for example, that that type of smooth scrolling that happened on on the screen, that was new. Because you it used to be screen like screen to screen, right? There was no scroll. It was you're on one screen and then you shift to the next screen, like uh, like Link, uh, the original Legend of Zelda. How it changes screen to screen. That's how that's how games used to be, right? Or it was a single static screen. Well, the thing is that. It not even changed that quick. Like for example, Zelda, it's an older game, right? So right. still other games needed to, to catch up for for a good amount of years. And if and, and the other thing is that you also have to consider that while in North America we got exposed to Super Mario Brothers uh, with the launch of the NES nineteen eighty five, the yeah. Famicom was out in nineteen eighty three. Oh, I didn't know that. So that game came a, f- a full two years after the release of the Famicom. So they were learning stuff. They were trying to learn, you know, how to use that software. And and the games before that are quite arcadey, and you know, like Popeye and and the original Mario Brothers, Donkey Kong, stuff like that. That was you would what you would see in the NES in the beginning. Yeah. So um, original Super Mario, innovative. Uh, Breath of the Wild, innovative. Let's see what else. Uh, I do think Chrono Trigger, in a way, was innovative in the RPG genre. Uh, but I don't know. It's not innovative to the scale that those other games are. That was more like small, minor innovations in in combat and seeing your enemies on screen. And that may have been done before, and maybe I just don't. I, ne- I wasn't aware of it. But yeah, I don't know that genre that well. I would say Knights of the Old Republic, uh, with its um, decision making having an effect on the character. That that was innovative. Because then suddenly that uh, that's to bond a bunch of clones where every game had decisions that impacted Dragon Age and Mass Effect really drove that home. But again, those are minor innovations. Those didn't really. Uh, although I guess maybe the the decision one is is pretty big because there was like a ton of games after that that was like decisions matter. <laughs> Rob says I hate what you're saying and I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that. Breath of the Wild is super innovative. I think you and you and I see it a little bit differently. 
we sometimes come to the same conclusions, but so I think that Breath of the Wild is just that. Yes, climbing and open world and all this stuff have been done before, but it's something about how everything is put together, controller, mm-hmm. how it looks, how it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. Like even the story I find was innovative in it because you had to build the story yourself. Hey, up. Okay, cool. I, I have this footer now. Yeah, you sound great. In desperation, I asked Megan, thinking she would not know where it's at. And she said, did you check in the couch? And that is indeed where they were. I would have asked her first. She doesn't use them, so I didn't expect she'd I know. still would have asked. Clearly, they were on the couch, and she saw as they went into the cushions, and that was the end of it. So she's, it's not really her fault. Let me think about it. Uh, well, I would like to thank her for finding it so we get a good rob back. <laughs> ah, your conversation made me mad. Why? Because the rest of the world, rest of the world, I'm so fucking tired. Look, uh, it, it's a good game, but it, you guys talk about it like it's the second coming of uh, of uh, video game open world Jesus. <laughs> well, I, I say it's the second coming of video game open world Jesus. <laughs> I'd say it's the first coming, but anyway. Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, it is, man. I just... No, I, I, I just love it. Yeah, it is a good game. Like I, I like, I like it quite a bit. But then, the part of me that likes it starts getting annoyed when it, when pe- other people talk about it like it's so good. I'm like, come on! And now you're making me be against something that I, I like. You don't have to be against it. You no, I'm not like it. Yeah, it's my brain. You don't have to like it as much as I like it. You know what I mean? I like Megan, but I don't like her as much as you like her. That doesn't make me dislike her. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I, 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 I understand I, that feeling. Yes, it's like yeah, it's not that good. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is I, good. It's great. It's a great game. I just you guys say it's the best. Like all other open. Well, you guys, P1 says you know all other open world games aren't open world anymore. And like, come on, it's not that much different than any other game I've played, except for maybe the the atmosphere and the way it feels. But it's like, I don't know. I don't think it's so crazy different from like horizon i play a lot of open world games um or i used to anyway (laughs) you've only ever played breath of the wild and you're right and now i realize that i've only (laughs) ever i've I've actually been playing games (laughs) with large maps and gated areas and horizon is the same way i played horizon i know i never i never finished it but it's it's you have this large section of map that you can explore and there's a ton of things to do there and you feel very free to go and, you, you know, your Skyrim of I can follow the main story or yeah. I can do all these hundreds of side stories, but you are still gated by those story beats. So, yeah, you can do whatever you want, but you have to do these three things before you can do anything in that part of the map. I just don't see how that makes it less open world just because with Zelda, you can pick any random direction. Like, just because, like, Skyrim is not just any random better, direction, though. Example. Uh, Skyrim is a good example because Skyrim, you can, you can do all kinds of fucking shit in Skyrim. You never have to even touch the main story to hundred percent, but you can't go and fight the villain from the main story without doing all of the checks in between. How does that make it better though? Like if you're doing that, you're spoiling yourself of the adventure. If, if anything, it just because you can bum rush the villain. Like it's, I don't understand. Freedom. Uh, I guess I don't know. I like. Right? I'm a really it's, strong proponent. Of story and I didn't do that. So. I I I went through and see. I like. I do like story. Uh, I am hearing myself this time now. That's weird. I do like story, but uh, I am I'm not um, 
I, I like character development within the story. That is the aspect of story that I like the most. And this was my biggest issue with, with Chrono Trigger. Um, so for me, character development trumps everything else. It's also why I like Octopath Traveler so much, because that entire main game is character development. And then the overarching story is tacked on as a side quest. Are you sure you're getting development in Breath of the Wild? All you're seeing is, is flashbacks. Link's not changing. You just happen to find, and it's only if you find them. You don't even get to see most of them unless you're like really diligent. But that's why I like it because I had to go and find it. So it was on, and I did. I, it was on me to go and explore and find the the journal entries where they talk about how Zelda asked Link why he's so quiet, and his answer was what, and his answer was, you know, I've had this this responsibility thrust on me that I don't know if I'm ready for. And I would rather sort of suffer in silence and ex you know accept this with a resignation than than be you know boisterous and loud and not sure. And to you me, know he was, and then he failed. You know he he failed, and all of his friends died. So every time you go into one of those flashbacks, up to that point, you're riding around in this this world that is decimated. It's empty. It's desolate. There's nothing there. And that's one of the complaints people have: is oh, there's nothing here. Well, there's nothing yeah. there because you failed. You start the game as a failure. No, Link and failed. the world is empty because yeah. every. <laughs> why why are failed. you punishing me? Why are you punishing me? Because <laughs> you are like filling your world up. He, he is your avatar. Um, yeah, but, so but, but like the, you get to these memories, and I, if you don't do them in order, you get there, and it's like, like I'm in this world that's empty, and I'm alone, and I'm sad, and I know that all this is because of me. Everybody that I know and love dead because of what I was unable to do. How I couldn't protect the person I was supposed to protect. Okay, and then you the, have this flashback. And suddenly you're surrounded by your friends and you're surrounded by life and hope and, and the, the dreams and, and all of that comes rushing back to you. And you live in that moment of that one glow of a candlelight in a dark cave. And then within 30 seconds, 45 seconds or not very long, it's yeah. snuffed out again. And you're yeah. snapped back to the reality where you failed. That was you a great filibuster. Go. Great filibuster. Now, <laughs> here, here's the thing. These these little cutscenes are like the exact same shit you get in a social link in Persona or Fire Emblem Three Houses. It is no different than than those. You're getting little bite sized stories for these characters, but like I don't know something like a like something more narrative driven. You're gonna get way more of a story. I, you say character development, but really all it is is character fi finding out what your character is. He's not developing during the, the story. He's all, he doesn't change. Well, he does develop because he becomes stronger internally and he wins in the so end. If, so if you he overcomes find, his weakness, if you, if you don't find those memories and is he weak link, even though you still beat the game and win? No, if you don't find those memories, he still overcomes and he still wins. <laughs> OK, but, you, but you, you lose all of that filler information, right? You yeah. get you don't get all of that extra detail that is there for somebody who needs it, who wants it. So you can go out and hunt it and find it and get all this extra background. But if you don't, if you just want to be like, I'm a badass and I I, I yeah. lost and we died, I'm going to go kill Ganon. You can just go kill Ganon. You know what I mean? Uh, okay, and then it okay. all happens. If Zelda had put in, if Breath of the Wild had put in more shit like the King of the Mountain or whatever, then I would have, I would think the exploration would be a little better. You know, that 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 was one of the, the best experiences I had playing that game when I accidentally found that thing. There wasn't, a, I don't think there's enough of that. I think people saying the world's kind of empty are, are onto something. It's a little, it's a little sad. Well, I, which is the point. But, but the, I also, the world is empty when you compare it to games like Horizon and The Witcher 3, when yeah. you open the map and all you see is markers indicating collectible items, side quests, yeah. main quests, DLC. Yeah. And yeah. that, I, that, that infuriates me. I love that. Because well, I, I don't want to see all that. I want to I have the option to do it or not do it. And as soon as you give me a checklist of things like that, 
I have my only option is to do them all. And then I'm not playing an open world game where the choice is mine. I'm playing a video game checklist. But can't you choose not what which checklist to get? How is it different? Except one tells you what you can do versus one that doesn't give you half the options. But you can because do one doesn't show doesn't stick it in my face. Can't you just turn those so, map markers off? <laughs> no, I think some games let you turn the map the map stuff off. Maybe. But yeah. then as you're walking through the road, you get an, an alert. Hey, look over here. Hey, look over here. Play The Witcher 3 and oh, ride down the road and count how many times you see pop-ups for grass that you can pick just before you, you get to the first house. Grass. It's great. Right. You don't want yeah. to pick that grass up? I, I would rather have it. Maybe it just glows a little when I get close to it as opposed to, you know, yeah, a, nice. a, a line pops up and off of it and there's a name of it there. And how about some it, music? It's, it's music too much. Going? in uh breath of the wild is that too much there to is music barely there is... it's so subtle you don't need to be overpowered it's too subtle. come on uh, i like now. it i like it quite a... and the, the more you <laughs> ride the farther you ride and explore the yeah. louder the music gets the more it builds it's very atmospheric I like a lot about like i i hate that i feel like i'm now hating on breath of the wild when i actually quite like it it's just you guys I... you 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 people you 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 p1s out there who think it's that all <laughs> other open world games are no longer open world games? That's what gets that's what gets my heckles up. That's, well, that's that, the thing that they're. I don't. As far as I'm concerned, they're not. And I I have played very few of them since Breath of the Wild, and I'm very unlikely to go back to any of them because of the impact that it had on me. And I played another game that had a similar you're impact. Born again. That, was, that was Demon Souls. You're uh, after <laughs> I after I beat Demon Souls, I was yeah. unable to to enjoy a game for months because you're, nothing was as good as Demon Souls. You're you're a, a you're just a newfound person. You're a whole new being. You found your, your lord. That's Breath of the Wild. But that's me. That's it's, that's yeah, for me. Yeah. That's not for you. And I understand. That. And I accept that you enjoyed the game. And I accept that you don't yeah. like it as much as I did. And that you still like your substandard uh, open world games because I you don't don't like open world games very much. <laughs> well, maybe there's the problem. <laughs> they piss me off usually. But uh, you know, the exception is being like Yakuza, which is one of my favorite games ever. But uh, yes, but, but that's only because the story and setting is fun. Like if, if the story is weak, uh, yeah, I don't. Doesn't matter how open world it is, I'm not gonna like it. Like Days Gone, I fucking hate that game, and uh, and I don't like quitting games, but I, I had to because it was so awful, and right. largely because the story was bland and the characters were the worst. And yeah, anyways, is he, I, I also want to chip in because yeah, sure. I arrive at the same conclusion that I think Breath of the Wild is the best game of all time, but I don't do that because of the same reasons. Interesting. Why do you think? For one, I don't play open world games, so yeah. I don't know if the other games are valid or invalid, or I don't care about that. Right. It's just how it makes me feel what I, from what I've played, and I tend to focus on... Because I see, I, I see other gamers, like, they like what they like, and they go and, and find what they want in games and they want that packaged in a certain way and then they'll focus on that and that's that that's great you know because that's why genres exist because people go and want to play something that is like this that progresses in in a, in a sort of a fixed vector right mm -hmm. and there can be innovation that in that sense too but i what i like about games is i want to see something that is unapologetically itself so Breath of the Wild is that like you you cannot I don't I don't see how you can you can shave off something I don't I don't think anything is superfluous in that package and it is what it is is a masterpiece is a is a work of art as as it is it plays everything is justified in some way even you know the lack of music or or the many 
you know, the type of music that it has. I think mm. it pulls in the same direction. I, and I often find in games that you, its components pull in different directions and you end up having this this uneasy feeling when you're playing it. And in the game that we're going to review today, I, I, I'm going to say some stuff like that. So anyway, I'll, I'll save it for later. All right. I, I just want to point out that Breath of the Wild is so good mm-hmm. that it in and of itself is an open world experience wherein you can play it and enjoy it and think it's okay. You can play it and enjoy it and love it because you think it's the greatest type of its genre. Or you can play it and enjoy it and love it because of a completely different reason like Sage just did. And everybody who plays it will have that different feeling. And a lot of people, like he said, will come. a lot of us will come to the same conclusion but take different paths to get there. And that is, in essence, what Breath of the Wild is so great at doing. We get but, we all get to the same conclusion and I mean, we take different paths to get can't there. Can't you do it in the first Zelda? Can't in the first Zelda you beat the game in any order you want? Can't you beat it without the sword? Can't you just skip a bunch of shit? They did it in the first Zelda. Yeah, know. it's in and they do it in, in, in a link between worlds and there are there are other games that do that. Like I, I don't yeah. that, that's why I don't I don't state that as one of the reasons I think it's great. For every single thing that you can say about Breath of the Wild, you could say it about another game but you couldn't say all the things together about that game so i think it's everything together what i want to say something about it ah damn it i forgot sorry ah. well the intro and if ah. you remember <laughs> i hate this come on Sid. you got this you got it uh, i hate my brain right now Did you get it no damn it i really fight all right <laughs> three two one Next week on Bonus Barrel. You want to bet a big breakfast? Yeah, you know what? Fine. What, what is a big breakfast? Superior Spider-Man is a ride. It's it's really fun. Hey, you mentioned a lot of sweating. What's up with that? Yeah, because it's hot. <laughs> Super hot. Super hot. Super hot. Super hot.